Hey guys, before we get into the episode, you all know I'm a huge fan of fashion and I have been ever since I was a little girl. And my first job, by the way, was actually at Macy's. And my love for fashion began when I started there because I worked in the fragrance department, but of course, my eye was always on the clothes and the makeup and everything related to style. But here's the thing, my relationship with Macy's didn't end once my days of asking people walking by if they wanted a sample of the latest scents came to an end. Nearly 20 years Years later, I still find myself choosing Macy's time and time again for literally everything. It's become a really beautiful full circle moment that they've been such amazing supporters of our show for so long. And when it comes to shopping, they have everything you need, whether I need a last minute outfit or Kevin needs a last minute outfit for our friend's wedding. We always head to Macy's. They've got us covered. So if you're in need of some retail therapy, perhaps, or looking to spruce up your home or your lifestyle, check out Macy's friends. I've curated a list of some of my favorite items that have helped me upgrade so many parts of my life, really my fashion the most, but of course home and baby and so much more. So check the link in the description and happy shopping Hill Squad. I like to say that hair is a woman's best accessory. And thanks to my friends at Way, they make it possible to have good hair days every day. Let me tell you, Way's hair oil has become a game changer in my hair care routine. So if you're ready to have good hair days every single day, you got to check out Way. Head over to the Way, T H E O U A I dot com to check out their products. And here's a little treat for you guys use the promo code Heel Squad for 15% off your purchase. Yep, the Way, T H E O U A I dot com, promo code Heel Squad for 15% off. Hey everyone, it's Kelsey and Jeff, and we are here to tell you a bit about our partner Anchor. We know that you're a fan of this podcast and maybe you thought, hey, I want to make a podcast too. Well, we have great news for you guys. We want to tell you all about Anchor. It's the easiest way to make a podcast for a few reasons, but to start out, it's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many more. Plus, you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Do it, you guys, and enjoy the show. I'm on a journey to get better, and I want to do it with you. And I'm not just focusing on physical health. I'm focusing on everything, emotional wellness, spirituality, finances, relationships, and so much more. Every week, it will be my personal goal to bring us, the world's leading healers, experts, and game changers, to share groundbreaking secrets and tips to getting better in all areas of life. Getting better isn't easy, but it's a whole lot easier when we can do it together. Welcome to Better Together with me, Maria Menino. Hello, hello, everybody. Happy Friday. It's the weekend, but we can't do shit. What? (laughs) (laughs) Suckers. That's true. Oh, man. Thanks for coming back to Better Together, guys. When you know better, you get better. Our quote of the day, the price of success is hard work, dedication to the job at hand, and the determination that whether we win or lose, we have applied the best of ourselves to the task at hand. That is Vince Lombardi. Thank you guys, of course, for joining us. Uh, if you're not already a Patreon member, I hope that you will join us. Just click the link in the summary and uh, and come on over. We, um, we are trying to migrate everybody over there so that we can have uh, a lot more leeway with the content that we provide. Um, and thank you guys for joining us every day. We've been really... 
um, excited to have this space every day to talk about what's going on out there, share our fears and have a sane place to kind of work through them and bring in people that can help us get through um, with tangible tips. I mean, yesterday we did this amazing cooking segment with Eliza Schlesinger and her husband, Noah Galutin. And not only did the segment really work in a way where, you know, we went into my kitchen with the Zoom and made a recipe from whatever was in the cupboards. So it was very practical, but it was freaking delicious. And my parents were very excited to have a meal. Um, And so that was really cool. And her sketch comedy show, I watched the rest of it last night. I cannot tell you, I was getting sadder and sadder as the minutes were going down because I'm like, I'm now addicted to Eliza (laughs) and I'm going to be devastated that I have no more Eliza to laugh with. She is so original with her comedy. And if you have not seen her sketch comedy show on Netflix, I highly recommend it. So friggin' good. Um, And like I said, well, like I always say, we all need a good laugh right now. So (laughs) yeah. Here is a, a good recommendation. I was saying earlier we were doing um, a sound check with our guest today. So we are doing a special show today because normally uh, we've been trying to take Fridays off to rest and recover, but I could not help myself because it is WrestleMania weekend. And uh, normally I am at WrestleMania. And um, so this year, obviously, it's a very different situation, but. One of my favorite superstars, Kofi Kingston, is going to be with us on the show today. And I'm really excited about having him on to talk about his big match at Mania this weekend and kind of how it's all going to go down. Oh, I was I was saying something. Oh, the I was dodo. telling him this morning. That's what it was. We were doing a sound check and I was telling him this morning that if you aren't following the Dodo, then you are missing out in life, especially during tough times. Like I was when I was recovering from brain surgery, I just watched the Dodo like constantly. And it just made my heart just so happy. So check out the Dodo if you need feel good content. And like I said, I think everybody needs as much of it as possible. The good news movement is amazing, sharing incredible stories of, you know, 100 year old survivors of the coronavirus who are uh, pushing through. And then of course, TikTok can be fun too. Oh, yeah. So um, those are some little good go to's. I will say one of the things I wanted to mention before we get to our guest today um, is Yashar Ali. He's a, a writer for New York Magazine. He has been kind of killing it on um, social media during this coronavirus. And um, he had a thread that I wanted to share with you guys just recently about unclaimed property. And Stephen, I'm sure you've heard of this before. And I've done this before too. So depending on whatever state you live in or you used to live in, you may be owed money from a company or a small business. Maybe there was a gift card you didn't use. Um, and it's not tax refunds. It's about unclaimed property. And there's millions and millions and millions of dollars of unclaimed property out there. And so if you follow Yashara Lee, which I will put um, in our summary, and I'll also put the link to um, find out if you have unclaimed property, unclaimed money. So many people are getting, you know, $300, $500, $700 that they didn't even know existed. And guess when you really need it? Everybody really needs it now. So um, I went up there instantly and I found out that I had unclaimed money. I don't know how much it is yet. But I have some too. So um, I think this is a really good uh, opportunity to check that out. 
Also, I wanted to mention um, the USS Theodore Roosevelt um, docked and Captain Brett Crozier, and I hope I'm saying his name right, um, was the one who wrote the letter to the U.S. Navy Secretary requesting to discharge the corona-infected patients on board. Um, And um, he was disregarded. His request was disregarded. Um, and they were very upset with him for uh, for even calling this out, and they dismissed him. So uh, I think it was yesterday. Um, we actually have video of him uh, deboarding the USS Theodore Roosevelt to a crowd of cheers. Um, Stephen, can you roll that in? Looks like hundreds and maybe thousands of people. He, he was he definitely got a hero's welcome, which was beautiful because uh, what he did was heroic and unfortunately, you know he had to be dismissed for it. Um, hopefully something will get rectified there for him. In the meantime, um, we will share that link in the summary as well since that didn't really um, play for you as well, but it was beautiful. The only concern I had, Stephen, and I'm sure you felt the same thing was everyone was, not social distancing <laughs> while they were there to to celebrate somebody who called it out to get people to social distance. Yeah, exactly. So that was a little bit of a a scare. When you're on the go 24/7 like me guys, finding ways to make life easier is so important for my health and sanity. <laughs> and that's exactly what my friends at Macy's do for me. From working there as a teenager to now going to them for so many of my daily essentials, it's been my go-to for so many years and having everything in one place is such a time saver for me. With being a first-time mom, for a while now, as you know, I've had plenty of those and being able to rely on them for all the things has been amazing. Plus having everything in one place has made being a new mom just a little bit easier for me. So I know we're all focusing on our families, our health, hopefully our jobs and everything in between, but it's time to make your life a little easier. And to help you out, I've curated all of my essentials from Macy's for you and the whole fam. All the details are in the show notes below, or you can just click the link in the description to get your hands on them too. I have some new picks on there. This little bomber jacket, this little black dress. You're going to love it. Everything to see. So anyhow, without uh, further ado, I want to um, introduce... Kofi Kingston. He's the first African-born world champion in WWE history, as well as the 30th Triple Crown champion, 20th overall Grand Slam Grand Slam champion. Kofi, you're the Grand Slam champion too? Accolades on accolades, apparently. There we yeah. go. Now we can hear yeah. him. Uh, What's up, yo? He's also a passionate health advocate and a family man. Ladies and gentlemen, my favorite... Massachusetts born Kofi Kingston (laughs) and also joining us is um, our after buzz TV host he hosts the raw after show and makes frequent appearances on other wrestling content he's a huge actually perhaps the biggest (laughs) Kofi fan (laughs) ever Flobo boys is joining us as well So glad to be here. Uh, yeah, long-term fan of the man himself, yeah. the creator of the Trouble in Paradise, Kofi Kingston. 
Hey, what's going on, man? How are you? I, I'm good. I, I was telling this uh, to the producers before, um, you know, because I am a child of immigrants. My parents are Caribbean. So for the beginning, when you were Jamaican Kofi, I was like, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Jamaican Kofi. So we're so happy and then disappointed. You know, what? he's not... <laughs> But the Jamaicans knew they already because I, I remember uh, I was on MySpace getting called out every single week in my inbox, and everyone's like, "Your Kofi's an African name. That's not a Jamaican name." I'm like, "Shh." <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm well, it's all good. We made it through, though. We're here. That's it. It's so it's so important to be proud of your your roots. And I know when I've gotten into WWE and wrestled, I had a Greek flag all across so me at all times to make sure that uh, I was honoring my roots. So Kofi. Um, it's a new day. (laughs) Indeed it is. It is a new day. It's a scary day. And I want to know how you have been handling all of this. Yeah, it's definitely like a scary time. Um, uh, an uncertain time, you know, um, I think that there's a lot of just like negative press uh, or, or we seem to gravitate towards the negative press. I feel like it's easier. You know, you hear another story about something happening and then you want to report that to your friend. Like my mom is always sending me um, like videos as far as uh, what you're supposed to be doing in terms of social distancing and your hygiene and, you know, don't order stuff from this place or that place, you know? Uh, but honestly, for me, it has been, um, and this is like my glass half full um, kind of perspective on it. As WWE superstars, we don't get to spend much time at home at all. And when you have kids, there's so much that you miss. You know, um, you're, I'm only home like two and a half days a week, and then we're right back out on the road. Um, oftentimes, we go on European tours or international tours where we're gone for like 17 days straight. So for me to be home for over like three weeks, almost a month now, uh, with the exception of a couple of days, it's been surreal. Actually, before I was like waiting uh, to get on when you were, guys were uh, when you were doing the, the the earlier part of your show, I'm looking out my window and I'm seeing my kids run around the yard, and my youngest four year old son is trying to like scale a wrought iron fence out here. So I'm sitting here just like, oh my god, like is he gonna make it? Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, and then my other son is trying to like get in. I locked him out of this room because they were getting too wild. So uh, there's a, a like a porch over here that he like scaled the wall. He's literally like in the window like this, you know, like Spider-Man, just like laughing and like, oh, my God. So it's just it's the, the, the you know, as uncertain as the world is right now and all like this um, kind of unrest. For me, I've, I'm feeling like a sense of normalcy because I'm I'm spending time at home with my kids like a normal parent. You know what I'm saying? Spends a lot of time with their kids. So, um, you know, we've been just having so much fun enjoying each other's company. Um, you know, me annoying them by singing through a harmonica in auto tone, you know, uh, just like just ridiculous stuff. Wait, um, Kofi, what does that you know, sound like? Can we get a taste of that? I, you know what? I'll, I'll have to have my son bring my, my harmonica in. I would like you know? to see what that looks like and sounds like. Yeah. Oh, actually, hold on. Give me two seconds. Okay. Right, it is. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. I love it. I love it. Are you going to get a, a recital here? Oh, Flobo, you know, if he brings up that he's playing the harmonica and singing through, you know I'm going to try to get him to do this. Yeah, let's do it. Here we go. Yes. Yeah, so so oftentimes it's usually like uh, when I, we're going to bed, so I tell him it's time to wind down. So go down here and say, It's time to wind down. Time to go to sleep. 
Just and they get so annoyed. Like my my youngest son was like, "Daddy, I'm gonna throw that harmonica in the trash." You know what I mean? Just so just to be to be home and have these moments, you know, where it's just all just fun and um. You know, uh, it's a sense of um, just kind of levity. You know what I'm saying? With yeah. all the, the stuff that's going on in the world. To be able to be home and, and just goof off with my family and then spend quality and quantity time with them, is it's been awesome for me so far. I love it. Well, you know, I, I have to say, um, I got to put you over for a second because I have heard uh, time and time again that you do maybe the most out of all the WWE superstars in terms of, you know, on top of your rigorous schedule, all of the charity events that you do, um, you really go full out. And and so it really makes me happy to know that even though this is a scary and difficult time, that you are getting that break to be with your family because you deserve it. And, um, and it is hard. Nobody ever really understands the life of a wrestler it is such a sacrifice um in your personal life and of course your physical life and all of that so um that's why i've always had so much respect for you guys you are the hardest workers i know um and you know for you kofi to always have such a positive attitude through it all that's why i love you yeah i appreciate it maria it's uh that that's just the attitude that i have and you know uh it life is too short to be like mad about trivial things um i just find it more just uh effective and and beneficial for my own mental health just to to be positive you know what i'm saying and and enjoy the good times while they last so that's what we do, you know? So it's all good. I appreciate that. Yeah, I wonder, and Flobo and I were talking about this this morning, because you've been in the WWE, I think, what, 12 years now? Yeah, a little over 12 years now, like 12 and a quarter years. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. and I know that there, you know, there have been moments where you're like, okay, this is going to come to an end soon. Maybe, and I want to know from you, maybe this reset, this time home, will recharge you so that we can get more Kofi longer yeah yeah for (laughs) sure this is like time off is so rare it's few and far between like we've never i mean just as a you know as a world we've never had this kind of situation but particularly for wwe superstars myself uh, i've been lucky enough to have been on the road for so long and always have been you know used on television in a significant capacity so you know, you're grateful for that. But then the trade-off is that, yeah, like you're away. So you don't get a whole lot of time off. Um, honestly, ever since I got with uh, Woods and E, like the, the the level of fun that I've been having over the past like six years we've been together now, it's just, I, I, I never go to work like feeling like I've had enough or like I'm worn down because I know that I'm going to be having fun in the ring. It's almost like criminal to call it work what we do because Ian Woods are like two guys who are like my brothers and every single time that we get together, whether it be in like a promo or a match or even just hanging out, it just feels just energizing. Like I look forward to that time to seeing my brothers, to hanging out with them. So um, I think like right before we got together, I was kind of considering like, oh, maybe it's time, you know, to kind of hang up the boots. But then as soon as we started hanging out, you know, and traveling together and uh, we have so much in common and, uh, it just doesn't feel like work. So uh, for me, at this point in my career, as long as I'm having fun, um, I'm going to keep doing it as long as I can. So 
Uh, we just re-signed our contracts uh, or signed new contract extensions a little while ago. So we're here for a little <laughs> bit, you know, there's still some gas left in the tank, you know? I love it. Well, you can see that love between the three of you and that fun and it oozes. That's why everybody was so excited when you won WrestleMania, because you just ooze this goodness and everybody had been waiting for that for you. And it was really cool. And I think, um, you know, the other thing that people don't know is when you don't have a partner in crime to travel with that you really love, you know, like Sonia Deville, who, you know, um, we're very close with like her and Mandy have each other and they travel together. So if you don't have that, that bond with someone else, it does make it more difficult. I'm sure. Right. It definitely makes it a little bit more difficult because there's a lot of, uh, you know, ups and downs in your career. And um, it helped me a lot to kind of go through some of those ups and downs with Woods and with E because we kind of would bounce stuff off of each other and, you know, kind of lift each other up uh, when one of us is feeling down or if all of us are feeling down, we feel it together so that when we did achieve success, it was like we all went through it, you know, and I've said a lot where, uh, yes, last year I won the WWE championship and I was the one who was physically holding the title, but it was all of us because without Woods and without E, I don't get that opportunity. Before I got into the new day, I was never allowed to like touch a microphone. You know what I'm saying? Um, we just, uh, it, it's, it's a journey that all of us have been on. And even on a grander scale, I think why so many people like, really uh, were affected by that moment in a positive way was because they came on that journey too. And I didn't realize that until the Elimination Chamber and the gauntlet matches um, right before Elimination Chamber last year where, you know, I would survive for a long time or, or I would be like the final, you know, in the final two at the Elimination Chamber and the crowd was just coming alive. And it was at that point that I realized that like, man, like everybody, all the like handshakes and, you know, being friendly and saying hello to kids and talking to random strangers on the phone at the airports and, you know, saying what's up to people and just being genuine and kind over the years. Like, it wasn't my goal to to have everyone, like, come together for me at WrestleMania, but that was, like, the result, you know? Um, and I think it really felt to so many people that we all overcame this obstacle we all went on this 11 year journey together it wasn't it was way bigger than just me like people of color you know you had never seen an african-born champion so i to, for me to be the first one to be able to motivate people that anything is possible you know um all right friends let's talk about something we all do snack trust me i've definitely overindulged in the past but as you know i am focused on my health these days. And I think I found the healthier snack that you don't have to lose out on the flavor. And it's definitely become my go-to. It first came into the house because of Kevin. He was obsessed with wonderful pistachios. And then I got addicted. And now it's in my travel bag. I don't leave home without it. It's in our glove compartments because they don't melt. Right now, my favorite flavor is the sweet chili flavor. It feels like some of the naughtier kind of snacks I used to use where I used to lick my fingers after. Now I lick them and I feel safer. Um, plus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. That's crazy, guys. So if you're looking for the perfect snack, trust me and head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com to snag a bag of Wonderful Pistachios. You're going to love them.
and to go out and follow their dreams and to realize like, man, I might be going through a really difficult time, but Kofi went through it for 11 years. Maybe I can pull through for a little bit longer and achieve my dreams too. I take a lot of pride in being that person that, uh, that people can look to as a source of motivation. And that goes like beyond race, just people as people that have struggled in any way, shape or form. So I take a lot of pride in being that guy. Yeah. And the good guy won. That's the thing. You know, when hey, yeah. <laughs> we always hear like, can you be good and win in life? Right. So can you not have to sleep with the right person to make it? Can you not have to cut corners and backstab and do all these things to win? And I remember Kevin always saying, he's like, Oprah didn't do that, Maria. You can be good and win. And I think the same thing was that was your example is like you can be good and you can be pure and you can make it to the top. And I think that was a big part of it. And Flobo, I know you were saying this morning that that was the first time you cried was when he won. It's funny because you actually liked this tweet this week about that. Uh, That was the last time I can remember me actually crying because it was a great moment. It was my hometown. It was New York, right? So go Guardians, right? It was a great great moment. Going before that, it was just weeks and weeks of, actually put it back. When I was a kid, everyone said, if you work really hard, some things will happen. But you get to a certain part of your life, you go, really? Because I've been working hard for a long time and ain't nothing happened in my direction. But we're on this journey all throughout the spring and all the gauntlet matches like you were saying, where it's like, there's no way he's going to do it. He might do it. Oh, he's going to do it. He did it. Oh, my gosh. That, to me, was like an American tale. Like, that was high theater for me. Yeah, for sure, man. And you're you're in the same boat as a lot of people, man. Um, I I think that, uh, you know, very few times in like WWE do we get the story picture perfect. You know, there's always times where it's like, oh, well, I'll get to work sometimes. And like, you know, we'll be in the middle of a storyline. I'm like, oh, I wish we were going this way. And then we go that way. It's like, okay, we can make this work. The whole like uh, from Elimination Chamber on to Mania and beyond, I was like, man, like I got to work. They told me like what I was doing. I was like, this is great. You know, okay, we're doing it the right way, you know, and then you kind of go to work. It's like, well, I'm going to have to fight to get this, you know, overturned or whatever. And then you show up and I was like, oh, my God, like this is actually pretty good. You know, (laughs) so like you were able to keep the ball rolling, man. And um, I- I'm just so fortunate for that because it could have very easily gone the other way. If someone was in a mood where they said, oh, we don't want to go this direction anymore. Let's do this and alter it this way. Then maybe this whole experience doesn't even happen. But um, yeah, no, I-, I feel you, man. I'm lucky that uh, it all went according to plan. And, um, you know, judging by your reaction and a lot of people's reaction on social media, like I talk about it all the time. I, uh, it took me two legit days to get through all my mentions and all my messages on Twitter because it, they just kept piling in and everybody was sending in videos, you know, of their kids and grown men in bars, hugging strangers. And um, it's, I just feel so fortunate to be at the center of a, of a moment that affected so many people in such a positive way. Yeah. I wonder, you know, you mentioned earlier, Kofi, the tough moments and how if you didn't have the guys, you would have had a harder time. What was your toughest moment? Toughest moment? Um, I don't know. I think it was kind of an accumulation of moments. So, for example, uh, the first WrestleMania that I actually, um, like, debuted on was the 25th anniversary of WrestleMania money in the bank. Mm -hmm. And I remember like, you know, I did some pretty unique things that had never been done in a ladder match before. 
Um, I get through the curtain at the end of the match. Everyone's on their feet, like clapping. And I'm just like, oh my God, like we're off to the races. This is going to be it. And then um, I don't think I was on the Raw the next day after Mania. You know, so I was like, oh, this is weird. So like you have this great moment on the grandest stage and then all of a sudden there's nothing. You know, um, there have been a couple of times where uh, even like the feud that I had earlier with Randy Orton in 2009, where, you know, Madison Square Garden, everybody's on their feet. I end up putting him through a table. You know, it was this whole like new side of myself and everyone's like, oh, my gosh, like, yeah, he's going to be in contention for the main titles. And then all of a sudden I wasn't, you know what I mean? So it's just a lot of like ups and downs, like stops and starts. Um, And it's very easy to like just be bitter and just stew in how how mad you are at the way things went. I've always been a person to try to figure out how I can make things work as opposed to be like, oh, you know, well, this doesn't work and I'm not going to do it. You know, I'm going to find a way to get in the door. If the door is closed, you know, I'm going to try to go down the chimney. If the chimney is closed, I'm going to try to burrow under the house and go into the basement. But I'm going to get in the house eventually. Yeah. So um, it was 11 years of that kind of grinding and figuring out a way and reinventing. And um, here we are. You know, so, so how does that uh, work when you look back? How does that work? Why does that happen? Why the big moment at Money in the Bank and then no raw? Has anyone ever been able to give you an understanding of why that happens? Yeah, I think it's just with the unpredictability. It's kind of a, a gift and a curse of our business. The way things are so unpredictable is what makes it exciting because you never know what's going to happen. You never know what's going to happen next. You never know if, uh, you know, who's going to show up on a certain day. And that's exciting when good things like that happen. But by the same token, you never know when, you know, you're going to get the rug pulled out from under you or somebody's going to get hurt. For example, like last year, I wouldn't have had this whole WrestleMania moment if I lead it and get hurt, you know, because I ended up replacing him. If he doesn't get hurt, I'm not in the elimination chamber. I'm not in the gauntlet match. Kofi mania, just, it just doesn't happen, you know? Um, so everything kind of happens for a reason and you kind of take the good with the bad and you um, you just have to, you have to know that so that when you are in those, like those valleys and those low points, if you uh, have been around long enough, you know that that's not going to last forever. You just have to keep on grinding and keep on capitalizing on your opportunities. And um, you know, you kind of build like a body of work. And then when the time comes and your number is called, you're ready to play, you know, you're ready to go out there and have the game of your life. So um that's kind of how it went for me. And, um, you know, I- I'm glad I stuck to that philosophy because, like I said, it's very easy to kind of give up on yourself or give up <clears> on the situation and throw your hands up and just say, oh, uh, this is it. It's not it's never going to work. And then just leave. Like, yeah. Which a that, lot of people do. Like, a lot yeah. of people do that. In, and it's not just in wrestling. And that's it's a it's a great lesson for everybody in any organization, because, you know, it's not always going to go your way. And so I I see a lot of people that commiserate and bitch and moan and complain and all of that and why and whatever. So how did you stay so positive throughout it? I just kind of focused on what I could control. I learned very early in this industry, like there's only a handful of things that you can control. I don't write the shows. I don't have really much to do with like which way the storylines are going to go. Um, what I can control is my performance in the ring. Uh, every time I'm given an opportunity, I try to figure out a way to stand out, even if it's a two minute match, figuring out like some little thing that people can talk about and remember, 
you know, time after time and like developing that consistency, having great matches, telling great stories and controlling that aspect of things. Um, that's all you can really do. You know, you put your best foot forward every single time. And like I said, when your number's called, you're ready to like play in the big game and ready to, you know, lead the team and, um, you know, and, and do what you can do. Well, that big game is this weekend. So that's right. Let's yeah. talk. Tell me what, yeah. what can we expect from mania this weekend? I think it's going to be awesome. Um, uh, it's, it's definitely a unique experience for sure, because uh, the fans have such a huge part in WWE, you know, in our matches, particularly WrestleMania, like people come from literally all over the world and it's become an event where it's like, it's more than just the day of WrestleMania. It's the whole week. It's a like week. You were saying, yeah, we go to like hospitals, you know, we go to, uh, to, to schools and we, um, you know, discourage bullying in our Be A Star rallies. You know, we're doing all types of appearances and then WrestleMania is kind of a culmination. This is obviously very different with where we are with, um, you know, the, the, the virus and everything, but it's still WrestleMania, you know? Um, the, the energy level from us is still to put on the best show possible. All of our storylines have still built to this point. We put a lot of hard work in throughout the year and, um, you know, we're going to end it the right way. You know, it's kind of our... I guess you can call it like the season finale, even though we'll be working the next day. But uh, it's we still take a lot of pride in what we do, and I think a lot of people are going to be really impressed with the uh, with the with the show. And the fact that it's two days is like you know that's unheard of. That's that's <laughs> never been done before. So um, that's really really cool. We're giving people uh, a sense of just a break from all that stress that's going on in the world today, and uh, giving them a chance to like to smile. And forget about all of uh, like the uh, you know the the woes that they might be feeling, the fear that they might be feeling. So um, yeah, we take a lot of pride in being those guys to be able to do that for people. With summer upon us, friends, hair is going to be even more important. Yes, we've got humidity, we've got sun, we've got all kinds of things, and sometimes it's hard to find the right shampoo for your hair. Everyone's hair is so different, and there's no one size fits all solution. That's why I love Way. They have different shampoos depending on your hair type. Want volume? Fine hair and conditioner will give you that extra oomph you need. If you need some moisture and a little extra bounce, find your happy medium with medium shampoo and conditioner. And for my peeps with thick hair like me, give your hair the hydration it deserves with thick hair shampoo and conditioner. Plus, you guys already know Way carries some of my favorite hair care products I use all the time, whether it's the leave-in conditioner, which is my go-to, or the hair oil. They give my hair this hydrating refresh all summer long. Wash your way to healthier hair. <laughs> See what I did there? With shampoos and conditioners made just for you. Go to the way, T H E O U A I dot com. Use the code Heel Squad for 15% off your entire purchase. That's the way.com, T H E O U A I dot com. Use the code Heel Squad. Your hair deserves it. Lobo, I know you got a billion questions. I'm going to let you jump in here. <laughs> a billion and one. This is the first WrestleMania that's too big for one night. Did you approach uh, your match this weekend any differently, knowing the scale and the, and the uniqueness, if I can say, about WrestleMania this, this year? Great question. Yeah, it's, it, it, it's really funny because we always talk about, like, hey, you know, it doesn't matter what, um, you know, like who, how many people are in the crowd. We could be doing it in front of no people or we could be doing it in front of a million people. We're still going to go out and give the energy. Never did we ever imagine that we would have to actually do a WrestleMania <laughs> in front of no people. You know? but, uh, the, the saying actually held up, you know? So, uh, like I said, the energy was like what was still there. And, um, you know, we go all out, man. Like, it's still WrestleMania. So, um, 
yeah, it's it's different for sure with no crowd. But uh, for myself, being involved in the ladder match, you know, um, and, and the New Day versus um, Miz and Morrison versus the Usos, all of us, we all want so badly to steal the show every single time. And we have great chemistry. So um, you saw the match that we had on SmackDown last week. It was us versus the Usos and Miz and Morrison at commentary. And initially when you come out, it was like, a little bit weird, but it didn't take long for us to really kind of settle in. And, um, and you know, you just start feeling it, man. Like this is our, our passion. So we go out there and we just leave it all in the ring, regardless of uh, if there's people in the crowd, you can almost like still feel the energy that, you know what I mean? Like, like that we're being watched, you know, and we take a lot of pride in the matches that we put together. So um, yeah, I think a lot of people are going to be really impressed with this. Very unique WrestleMania, for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. I know you said that you put everything on the line, your whole body and souls in the ring, but the question I always have as a lifelong fan is, how do you, like, decompress? I know, how do you get flat physically? How do you put yourself outside the COVID Kingston character after there's a grueling master with ladders or tables or what have you? Ladders yeah, and tables, oh my. Yeah, oh my. <laughs> 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 it takes a little while, man, because that adrenaline is uh, is definitely like still going after a match, especially after you have a banger. You know, you put together, uh, everyone comes together and we deliver this amazing match and everything comes together perfectly. Like there's a serious adrenaline rush that's involved with that. So um, it just takes time. You know, for me, like the night after WrestleMania, like I'm always like still wired, even like SmackDowns. Um, I, I find it hard to sleep like that night, but eventually you just kind of like settle in, you know? So um, you just, your body just come down, you know? It's crazy. So tell me about, um, you said you guys are working the next day. So you guys are still going after mania. There's no stopping. Yeah, eventually. Um, and I'm, I'm not sure exactly about like uh, when we're going to be back back. I think a lot of that will depend on the restrictions and the bans and the CDC and safety, you know, um, and all that. But uh, I, I know that we're doing everything that we can again to just provide that sense of relief because there's not really a whole lot of entertainment on television right now that people can look to and um, and, and not worry about mm-hmm. the uh, the perils that are out there in the world. So um, I think all of us are kind of like chomping at the bit to get back, obviously in the safest way possible. Um, But we are, um, I know like myself and my wife is really uh, into holistic living. And, um, you know, we had read in um, like China, they've had a lot of success by taking like high doses of vitamin C, you know? So um, I saw that on your Instagram. I saw that you were doing that. Yeah, I did like a, like a vitamin C drip. So it was uh, like 20 grams of vitamin C and it just kind of gets into your, your immune system and builds up your immunity. And um, allegedly, like if you are to contract the virus and I'm not a doctor by any means, so I don't want anybody coming and be like, well, that's the, you know, but um, if you were to contract the virus, it kind of will like lessen the symptoms, you know? So um, we subscribe to that. And like we said, uh, we, we've, like read and done a lot of research and people all over the world have experienced a lot of relief by taking high doses of vitamin C. Um, in addition to that, we take liposomal vitamin C daily, about uh, 3000 milligrams, all of us. So, and then obviously like your hygiene too, 
just washing your hands and doing everything that the CDC is kind of recommending. So, um, yeah, it's just kind of all about everybody just doing their part and making sure to like take care of yourself to the best of your ability and, and keeping yourself safe, keeping your family safe, you know, social distancing, all mm-hmm. of that, taking all that into consideration and, um, yeah, protecting ourselves as well. Yeah, add to it, uh, zinc is really important and mm-hmm. D3. So we've been doing all of that as well. Yeah, yeah. I think at the end of the day, what you know, what will happen when this whole thing blows over, if there's any like positives to be kind of taken from it, it's that we will all have a heightened sense of our um, our hygiene and our health. And yeah. at the end of the day, like that's really what's most important. Even if the virus wasn't going on, we should all still be like taking care of ourselves and kind of living healthy lifestyles because all of us want to be around as long as we can. And, um, you know, you should be doing everything that you can possibly do to, uh, to spend the most time with your family and live on this beautiful planet that we call earth, you know? So, um, yeah, that's what we're doing. So we will see, we'll see how it all shakes out. Yeah. Have you had a hard time keeping your kids inside and not, you know, like a lot of kids want to see their friends. Have you been able to figure that part out easily? Yeah, it's difficult because I don't think that they really understand, you know what I'm saying? Uh, like what is actually going on. But um, yeah, it's a little difficult. But, uh, you know, we uh, like I said, my wife being into like holistics and everything like that. We have a lot of like green area. Uh, we don't really live like too, too close to our neighbors. You know what I'm saying? So the kids definitely aren't like wrestling around with each other and, and doing all that kind of stuff. But, um, yeah, I think we're, you know, we're able to kind of maintain a sense of social distancing to the best of our ability. And um, it's obviously, like I said, more difficult to do that with kids. But you do what you can. You know? How old you are they, Kofi? And, uh, they will be um, seven and four, actually, later this month in about three weeks. So seven years old, I, I think I was jumping off my porch pretending to be a wrestler, definitely yes. by maybe around seven. Into like, oh, yeah. we would make leaf piles or like snow banks. So are, is your seven-year-old trying to wrestle already? Well, luckily, uh, they have each other, the seven-year-old and the four-year-old. So they can kind of like do that with each other. I don't think there's anything that uh, would be able to stop them from doing that kind of stuff with each other. Uh, but um, yeah, my especially with uh, WrestleMania last year and them being able to like get into the ring. Like my youngest son really started to understand like what it was that daddy did, you know, to be in the ring and feel that energy of 85,000 people just, um, you know, it, it changes you, you know, puts you in a, you, you, he's had a taste of like the pinnacle of a WWE career. Mm-hmm. He's four. The other one is seven, you know, <laughs> at the time they were three and six, you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's always an adventure. I'll say that. But um, we manage, we manage, and luckily they, they manage not to, like, hurt each other too, too much. But um, it's, you know, it, it's tough to tell them not to wrestle around with each other. But then I'm on TV, like, wrestling around with everybody <laughs> and, you know, trying to explain to them, like, no, well, you know, he's my friend. And, you know, and so they're like, oh, well, I don't know. Or you were, you were hitting Randy Orton with that stick. So I've got this. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> So, you know, you just have to take it one day at a time and uh, and just kind of figure it out. And hopefully, eventually, they kind of they learn. I also wanted to talk to you, and I know Flobo wanted to as well, about a little bit more about your healthy lifestyle at home. I know you guys are vegan. How difficult is that to maintain right now during this uh, quarantine situation? 
Not really uh, that difficult at all. I mean, for me, um, technically, I eat eggs and I eat honey. So I'm not a, quote, a vegan per se, but my family is. My, my wife and two sons are. Um, for a while, like in the early stages of this, when uh, everybody was, you know, going to the stores and like looting everything, not looting everything, like clearing all the shelves, you know, um, all like the vegan stuff was still there. You know what I mean? <laughs> so uh, it was like the, the Beyond Burgers were still there. Like we didn't really have much of a hard time getting anything. And luckily, Amazon still delivers um you know, for the, for the most part. So um, we're still able to kind of like maintain, we do a lot of uh, like smoothies. They have smoothies every single morning. So like frozen fruit um, and, and vitamins and, and things of that nature. I actually uh, order my food from trifecta. You've probably seen big E on social media, on Instagram. Uh, and they're just like a meal service. So that helps me out a lot because they just make all the meals and then they deliver them to our house on a weekly basis. And then I just kind of ration them out, you know? So uh, it really hasn't been too, too difficult. Uh, I, I don't have any desire to eat any kind of dairy or meat. So I'm not like craving anything to me. As a first time mom with a baby, I'm always on the go, whether it's running errands, getting my coffee, going to doctor's appointments, or just spending quality time with little Athena. And that's why I rely on wonderful pistachios to keep me fueled and ready for anything, no matter where I am. Kevin even keeps us bag stashed in the nursery. <laughs> you know, for the nighttime hunger moments. Wonderful pistachios comes in a variety of flavors and sizes, making them the perfect snack to have literally any time, whether I'm enjoying them during a quick break in between taping this show or I'm on the go and it's in the diaper bag. I do carry it in my travel bag and they're in my car. At this point, when I'm leaving the house, I think keys, wallet, wonderful pistachios. <laughs> Bonus, wonderful pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts with six grams of protein in every one ounce serving. So on top of all that, they keep me feeling satisfied. I'm energized while I'm juggling all this crazy stuff in life. Next time you're looking for a convenient and guilt-free snack, head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com and stock up on your favorite flavors today. Minus the sweet chili. It just, it, it grosses me out personally. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I'll, I would have been I, I would have been eating like, you know, veggies and all that regardless. Yeah. Do, is there a side of Kofi at home that people would be surprised to know? And and by the way, you might be surprising yourself now because you're never home. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think it's been pretty. Uh, it's just been awesome. I've, it's almost like um, I don't want to say it's like a vacation. It's almost like a, a forced vacation. Like, you know what I'm saying? To be at home. But I've always said that no matter where I am, like as long as I have my family with me, like I don't care, you know, if I'm at home or I'm somewhere else, as long as they're with me, like that's really all I need. So, um, yeah, it's it's just it's been like kind of awesome just to be able to spend all this time with them. So. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how long it lasts. And. You know, it just makes you appreciate that time that you spend together that much more. Yeah. Do you meditate? I do not meditate. I've actually downloaded the uh, Balance app, which is a meditation app, but I've only done like one session. Um, I feel like I should meditate, but I don't know. I, I get too like too restless. You know, I feel like I should be doing something, especially at home. I'm like, oh, I can clean out my shoe closet over here. And oh, let me go clean out the garage. I, how can I just like sit here? Oh, but the kids are doing you know what I mean? Like doing stuff. So I think eventually I'll get into meditation. Actually, Big E, 
has gotten heavy in the meditation and he's, you know, really digging it and feeling it. He says it's really helped him out a lot. My wife's in the meditation. Um, I just haven't been able to be disciplined enough to sit down long enough to get a meditation session in. Got it. What about fitness? How are you handling your fitness in quarantine? It's so we were actually in the process of like building a guest house uh, next to our house and the whole bottom floor is going to be a gym. So I was looking forward to this like so, so much. And then all of a sudden all of this happens and I'm like, Oh my God. So that gets put on delay. And it's like, if we had that now, I would be like 100% set. Just my gym is here. My family is here. I don't need anything else. But now I've had to do like a lot of uh, like resistance band training. So um, one of my friends in Tampa, a good family friend, his name is uh, Will Grazione. Uh, you can find him on Instagram at William Grazione. And uh, you can you know go to my page. But he's uh, had a whole bunch of uh, like resistance band training that really like just gets you a, a really good pump and gets you, you know, like a, a good heavy load as far as um, like push-ups and, um, you know, arm workouts. Even there's a leg workout that I'm kind of like dreading to do because he did it and like did an example of it and he couldn't get up afterwards. He couldn't walk. So I'm like, oh no, like I don't want that, but I really do, you know? So <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it's been, it's been um, good to like do something to like switch it up because for me, it's weights all the time, you know, always free weight. So now just to be doing like resistance bands is something that, uh, that I can like switch up. I actually got like an agility ladder too. Like we used to have playing football back in the day just to work on like foot speed and quickness and stuff like that. So I had the kids out there doing that too. And, uh, yeah, it, it's nice now to actually be able to just like work out in a different way and challenge your body. I think it's always important to keep your body guessing that's really how you like make uh gains and get stronger you know you can't just keep doing the same thing so uh yeah it's been kind of a blessing in that sense too got it yeah i i think it's um in the beginning it was hard for me to i was getting lazy and i was the scum at the mm -hmm. supermarket before all this happened that like hoarded some Snickers bars and like the chips and the Doritos and all of that. And now I'm like trying to just say no and trying to just eat as healthy as I can and get my 10,000 steps a day. But in the beginning it was, I was, you know, headed for my 600 pound life. I was going to be a TV star of that show. Um, so yeah. So I, I imagine like, you know, it's, it's difficult. I saw a cool article yesterday about, um, a guy who decided to continue on and run his marathon he was going to run in his backyard. And his backyard is teeny. He just kept oh doing laps gosh. in this little spot. And I'm like, that's definitely out of control. Oh, my goodness. That seems like it'd be monotonous. Yeah. Right? Like just in the – oh, my goodness. I can't imagine. I was like, ooh, wow, that is dedication. Like the 28.6? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like the legit oh marathon. Oh, God. That's wild. <laughs> That is wild. Oh, I'm glad you're getting your fitness in because you're going to need it for WrestleMania this weekend. Um, yeah. Lobo, any other uh, any other WrestleMania questions or anything that you want to get out of Kofi while we got him? Sort of. Uh, I know I, I'm a I'm a big fan of uh, your podcast. You know, the New Day. Oh yeah, the Power. Uh, and on that yeah. show. You've made a, a point of saying you're not a fan of cardio. Uh, how does that work at home? Yeah. Like a cardio part of your workout <sighs> regimen. 
man, I, I don't really, I feel like uh, I'm getting a little, a little bit restless. So I might like run around the neighborhood, which is like two miles or something like that. Uh, but I've never been a, a runner, a distance runner. Like I've done sprints, like I was saying with the agility ladder, like short spurts. Cool. But long range stuff. Ah, just like when you were talking about the dude running the marathon in his yard, like I kind of like threw up in my mouth a little bit. I'm like, oh my God, like I could, I could never, I could never in the same yard just running around in circles. Never. It's so boring, man. Like I, ugh. It's already so, hard uh, enough I'm, to do it on a track that's big. Yeah. Oh, just horrible. But, you know, it's, it's every now and then I'll get into like modes where I'm like, okay, like I'm going to run a couple miles on a treadmill or, um, or, or whatnot but I, I feel like i'm getting kind of like stir crazy a little bit in that aspect and i'll be wanting to switch it up so maybe i'll get out there and run around this is all speculation though you know who knows what are I, you afraid to go out into the street. neighborhood and run no because i'm fast you know it's like the zombie apocalypse you know what i'm saying i have the zombie apocalypse and I'm, <laughs> as long as they're not like those uh those zombies in zombie land they sprint if they're like the zombies in walking dead i'm good just sprint you know yeah yeah no i'm all right i love it i was walking my dog in the neighborhood and um he's 130 pound german shepherd and i kept getting stopped by these people and i'm like don't you understand like i want to say hello from a distance but i don't want you in my airspace and please don't think you're going to touch my dog because he's going to eat you and they're like he's going to eat me and i go he wants to eat you And I'm serious about this. He wants to eat anyone who comes near me. So like, it was so crazy because it's like, you know, it's it's funny. Sometimes like there are strange people who end up out on the street sometimes. And yeah. you're like, you're in the middle of something. And you're like, shit, this is kind of yeah, scary. Yeah. Thank God I have a 130 pound shepherd. But, but if you've got speed, you. then you're good. I don't have yeah, that kind oh, of speed. I'm, I'm real fast. And I put a pair of headphones on too. So, you know, I'm just Forrest Gump. You know what I'm saying? Just let's go. Yeah. Get the run, get the run done with. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder Kofi, when you like, how much of the news are you consuming right now when it comes to the coronavirus? Oh, mainly stuff on Twitter. We don't really have a screen for house. We did make an exception for uh, Joe exotic. And, uh, I mean, the Tiger best. King. I mean, who isn't, you know, but uh, other than that, yeah, it's really just like uh, my mom, like I said, will send me a whole bunch of articles. Um, but I, I don't know. I don't uh, I, I, I try to keep like a positive head about things. And I feel like there's just a lot of like negativity in the news in general because it's just more sensational and people gravitate to it more. But then at the same time, like people get to be in more of a state of like fear. I feel like if we're doing our best to kind of like take care of ourselves, obviously, keeping abreast with the, uh, you know, the, where the, the virus is and, and the goings on. Um, but I don't, it, I definitely don't want to consume me, you know, um, we don't really have, yeah, like I said, we don't like the kids don't, don't get to, that's what I was saying. Like they don't really understand like the gravity of the situation because we don't have any screens and they're not sitting there watching like the, the whole scenario. So, um, yeah, I, I, mean, I, I don't I understand. Like, I want to be a hundred percent clear. You guys don't watch TV in your household. No, we, we have one TV that's uh, upstairs on occasion. Like <laughs> <laughs> what the F Kofi? Yeah. We, 
very rarely we'll have our kids watch maybe like a movie on Netflix, rare, like really, really rarely. For example, if we go, so SummerSlam was in Toronto um, and I was like off doing appearances and everything and my youngest son still naps. So when my wife was putting the younger son down to nap, she would let the older son watch like some Netflix. But it's even that is like only, I mean, gosh, maybe what, a half hour max? Wait, so do your you kids know? not that's... know what Disney is or Nickelodeon? <laughs> Well, they do from their friends, you know, and yeah. So like, uh, you know, like Mickey Mouse, uh, there were t- like even uh, like uh, Paw Patrol or PJ Mask. They've learned because, you know, you'll go to Target and you'll see them and then maybe their friends will tell them about stuff or even like a Nintendo Switch. My son's one so badly, but he has no idea like who, like he knows who Mario is, but he's never played like a Mario game. Maybe like a Mar- I'll, I'll say this though, like when when um, <laughs> so when he was young, before we would uh like give him like haircuts, he would never sit still like in the barber's chair. So I would give him my phone, and he can play like a, a small handful of games that I have on my phone. Lego Batman being one of them, um, you know, uh, like excite, but I don't know some random games. So now when we get haircuts, like that's the only time I'll give him my phone and he can like play games. But then as soon as the haircut is done, so is he. And then we just get back in the car. So yeah, it's all uh, books on CD. You know, that's a good, you know, that's a good one for him. And um, there's a podcast called What If World, which we'll listen to every now and again. But as far as like cartoons and, and screens and stuff like that, we don't really engage. Oh, on the airplane, sometimes they have movies on the backs of the seats. Wow. They'll get to watch then, but only if we fly, which is, again, like few and far between. Wait, so where did this rule come from and why? It's like, um, so I feel like, and I understand like why parents do this, but you'll see at the airport where a kid will have like an iPad in front of them and they'll be in the stroller and they'll just be, yeah. speaking of Walking Dead, right? Like legit zombies, you know? Uh, and even when we, the rare times when we do have our kids watch stuff, like they get that like zombie face and it completely, like their personality is completely changed. You know, they're active kids who run around all day outside, inside, jumping off of things. And to see them just like be mesmerized and like sit there, um, we just want to like foster a sense of, um, you know, like keep their sense of creativity, like within themselves, you know, boredom kind of fosters creativity right so if we're always trying to occupy their time then you know we just don't want them to uh you know like look to others for a sense of entertainment even like reading books like um you know like jack and the beanstalk or something like that i'll tell them a story we don't necessarily won't have a book you know um but they will have their own concept of what Jack looks like. And, you know, I'll make up like different like superheroes and throw them in it. So like, they're just picturing all of this in their own mind, as opposed to looking on TV and saying like, Oh, this is this character. And this is what he does. And there's an element of like, you know, I watched cartoons growing up. I watched a lot of TV growing up and I came out fine, but um, you know, we just really want to kind of foster that sense of creativity, like self-sustaining, uh, entertainment um you know my, my son has become really good at like building things and I think a lot of that is because like that's where that energy like goes it doesn't go into a, a tv screen where you're just sitting there watching and having all the imagination work be done for you 
you know? Wow. um, You have blown my mind. (laughs) But also like, do they use iPads or anything like that so that they're up with technology? Do you worry that they won't be Uh, up to speed when they get to school and stuff with what everybody else is up to speed with? Yeah. Well, it's funny because they like somehow like they are very smart and like, they'll know how to like, you know, unlock a, a screen and, and oh, like touch the button and like ask Siri to do something. So we had to like change um, like the language that Siri, you know, change Siri to like a Spanish Siri so that they couldn't like get in there. And now, so so I feel like they are, they'll figure it out. And again, like they have friends too. Like you obviously can't be with your kid 24 seven. And um, sometimes like those kids might have a laptop or they might have something where the kids will just be like there and they'll learn. But as far as like the majority of their time and like having it in our own household, we just uh, we don't lean towards that direction. So um, they're pretty resourceful. I think uh, if if pressed to uh, like, you know, have to learn how to use an iPad to like the maximum capabilities, they'd definitely be able to do that because I feel like they're kind of like <clears throat> chomping at the bits. It's almost like the forbidden fruit, you know? Yeah. But uh, And no yeah, books, yeah. huh? No, no, we'll do books for sure. We'll, okay. do, we'll do books for sure, yeah. And, um, you know, but mo- a lot of it is, uh, like I said, me like telling them stories or, um, you know, but yeah, no, we, we read a lot of books. We read a lot of books with them too. Wow. I love the idea yeah. that, um, you know, what what's interesting about this quarantine and this whole situation is that it's bringing families back together and it's it's almost creating kind of that you know back in the day vibe where people are together they're yeah. having dinner with each other they're talking to each other they're engaging it's not ships passing in the night and you know we're getting to know each other on a on a much different level so but you guys have been doing this <laughs> yeah, well I, before right like people it, i'm, of, I'm yeah, seeing neighbors yeah. kids in their yard i've never even knew the kids lived there but I'm walking my dog and I'm seeing kids playing and they're, you know, keeping their distance or whatever they're doing. And you're like, wow, it's a whole other world. Yeah. There's so many people that are out and about. It's funny, like in our neighborhood, uh, when we meet people I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, we live down this way. I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, we live over here. It's like, oh, we see your kids in the driveway all the time. So like our kids are always out, you know, they're always out and just um, out in nature. And um we find that it's like, it's almost like therapeutic. Like they need that. They crave that being out in nature. You know, we go on hikes all the time. We go through the woods here in Austin, um, you know, uh, to the lakes and and things of that nature. And you can really see like the difference that it makes. If we haven't gone in a while, the kids start to get like kind of riled up and whatnot. But then we go out into the woods and we go out into nature and we walk the trails and we walk the paths and they get their sticks and they're just kind of like running through and then they come back to the house and they're so calm and like tranquil. It's almost like you have this um, primal need to uh, like be in nature, you know? So wow. we just try to foster that with them at an early age. So hopefully they kind of carry that on for the rest of their lives, you know? I love it. I love nature. I took my dad and my my dog for a walk yesterday and I just kept sniffing all the roses along the way. Yeah, yeah. So um, I'm a nature girl. I I can't thank you enough, Kofi, for, for spending time with us and hanging out with us and chatting all things mania and, uh, and quarantine and family and health. Um, I want to make sure everybody understands that it's WrestleMania 36 this weekend, Saturday and Sunday, an epic one-time, two-night show. 
Um, last year, of course, Kofi won the singles. This year, he's going to tag team. Um, it's going to be a big, big, big show. And I know as a WWE fan, I'm super excited. I know Flobo Boyce, who is our AfterBuzz TV WWE expert, is excited. And um, and then I want to make sure people know about the New Day podcast that you co-host with Biggie and and Xavier. And so make sure you guys check that out as well. And um, we'll put links to everything in the summary of uh, this show. And we wish you luck, my friend. We likewise we wish you health. Oh, and before I forget, um, can I get one last question in? What is one thing, one thing you are doing to get better every day? We ask every guest because the show is called Getting Better or Better Together. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's because when you know better, you get better. But the show is called Better Together. Um, what is um, one thing you're doing to get better every day? I always forget my own question. Yeah, I, I think, uh, and you know, we kind of talked about it, but just I try to maintain uh, just that positive attitude. Um because I feel like the the way that you perceive the world, um, you know, you attract that energy into your life. You know, um, I'm a big believer in like just the law of attraction and, um, you know, uh, attracting just positivity into your life by being positive. Like a lot of people see us on TV and they think, oh, those are the power of positivity, guys. It's not just a gimmick, you know. It's a way that, uh, that, that we live our lives, myself, Woods, and E just being positive, you know, um, staying positive and positive things come your way. So yeah, stay, stay positive every single day. I love it. Well, I've seen it every time I've seen you at every WWE event, you know, backstage and in the ring, wherever it is consistent, it is who you are and it's who you guys all are. Um, so thank you so much. Be safe, be healthy. And we're going to be watching. Same. You too. You too. So nice to talk to you. Nice talking to you too, Kofi. My love to your family. Take care. All right, same. Yeah. Thank you too. All right. Well, that was fun. Flobo. That was pretty cool, huh? That was amazing. <laughs> I mean, to be honest with you, Kofi is actually one of my favorites. Uh, power of positivity is not quite, it's not just the gimmick. That's how he lives. And he forever will be my champion. He's the best. He's the best. Well, thank you for joining today. Um, and of course, um, we're going to link to your after show as well in the summary so that everybody can start watching your show too. And um, yeah, have an awesome day. Oh, thank you for having me. It's a new day. Yes, it is. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys as always for joining us. Uh, if you love the episode, share it with a friend. And if you're a WWE fan, uh, we will be with you this weekend um, in spirit, obviously. And from our quarantine homes, watching WrestleMania, uh, 36. So exciting. Um, and, uh, we hope you're staying healthy and safe wherever you are. In the meantime, you can follow us at Maria Menunos at Flobo Boyce at the true Kofi at Stephen Lemieux photo. And remember, be nice people, make good choices and be present. Well, that's it for today, Heal Squad. Before I let you go, I want to make sure you don't forget to take care of yourself today. I'll be making sure I'm not forgetting to get outside, do my meditations, and of course, keep myself fueled with some sweet, chili, wonderful pistachios. Wonderful pistachios, as you know, are my go-to when hunger strikes because they're one of the highest protein nuts providing all nine essential amino acids, and they're great for on-the-go snacking. So... 
When you're ready to elevate your snacking game, visit wonderfulpistachios.com to grab a bag.